Rocking and rolling. These people don't give shit. We're giving them the business. All the band is out on the field. He's going to go into the end zone. He got it. Goes Davis. Oh, my God. Davis is going to run it all the way back. We're sorry. We're sorry. We're sorry. <laughs> sorry. What is it? What is this about? We're sorry. We, I, am so sorry for my rant last week about Kansas State getting <laughs> mud hole stomped by Oklahoma. Some wildcat, wildcat gods were listening. Fucking Bill Snyder was up there, Coach Snyder, whatever the fuck his name. He he was listening, and he was like, "We're gonna beat him two years in a row. I don't care what this what this fucking guy on this no name podcast is saying. Like, we're gonna beat Oklahoma. We're gonna come back and beat Oklahoma, and we're gonna just kick them out of the whole 2020 college football playoff con- uh, conversation whatsoever." So. Wait, Robert, I, did you just kill Bill Snyder? Yeah. Oh, wait, is he alive? I, I don't think he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we can continue. But I'm pretty spirit, sure he's not dead. Spirit <laughs> provides those upsets. I'm pretty sure he's still alive, too. It was just a part of my rant. You, you definitely killed him. I couldn't think of any, like, like <laughs> if, but, but if you're, in my defense, if you're going to think of, like, a Kansas State god, it would be Bill Snyder, right? Like, yeah, he is. He, he's the one. He made it in Long Beach Yard. Now officially dead. The stadium was named after him <laughs> while he was still coaching. Yeah. So he, he left the program, and then when he was like 82, they brought him back. He's 80 right now. I looked him up just to make sure I was right. Oh, he, <laughs> oh, he sure as shit don't look 80. He, he looks like he's 90. He's yeah, young R.I.P., though. Right, <laughs> he, he gone. Right, let's just go ahead and get that one out of the way. All right. Well, at least we corrected ourselves on the podcast this time. That that was nice. Yeah, I threw in a I threw in the correction we made last week about JT Daniels' uh, knee opting out of the uh, 2020 season. I guess I don't know. Um, but yeah, Wait. I missed I missed that, and that was my, one of my locks of the week. Um, that was one of your locks of the week too, Joey. So. Yeah, it just didn't go the way I thought. It, it looked great. The bet looked great to start off. They were up by 21 points. You know, I'm just thinking, score one more touchdown, and let's, let's put this in the books. And I just kept checking the score and was in dis- disbelief. I was watching other games. It's so whatever, you know, Oklahoma does this. It's a little earlier than they usually do. They usually wait till they're 5-0, and 6-0, and and then go and drop one. Maybe they're just not that good this year. I don't know that. It's too early to tell. I think Texas is better than they are, but I don't know. Kids young, Spencer Ladder is young, so. And you know that. Go ahead, Davis. I was thinking, if we're talking about our locks of the week, I personally felt so confident in Army, not winning the ball game, but at least covering the plus twelve and a half spread, and they lose by fourteen. <laughs> I was I was feeling so good about that too. I was like, they're not going to win, but they're going to keep it close enough to where this is my lock and. I'm sorry to all those that decided they wanted to listen to me. They were feeling 
the army spread just like I was. I'm sorry, triple option just wasn't enough. They triple couldn't option. get a field goal in there. I was just like, just a field goal, just one more field goal. We're good. Lose the ball game, but cover the spread. Nope. Sorry. Look, nothing in anyone's right mind would have said Kansas State after losing earlier this year to to whoever they lost. I don't I don't remember who they lost to. One of the Sunbelt teams. Yeah, one of the Sunbelt teams. What a thought what a thunk that Oklahoma and Spencer Rattler would succumb to the mighty Wildcats this week. And I just I'm just dumbfounded and uh here's it was just kind of sloppy there at the end and it kinda of happened like it did last year. Kansas State kinda of creeped up from behind and then mm-hmm. came came back and came back and won. Let's see we will bam. Bam. This this uh this is kind of what contributed to it right here. This block punt and then set up set up deuce deuce the juice for a for a tying touchdown run. It's quite the video quality. Yeah. Was it bad? <laughs> that was awful. It was, it was all it, it like never once. It was like uh, 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 uh. really. It was like pictures were flashed on the screen. Well, regardless, though, two years in a row, Oklahoma has a lead on Kansas State, a team that you you would go in there thinking, yeah, they're going to beat this team easily. And then they have a lead, and you think, okay, yeah, they are going to beat them easily. And then the second half happens. And all of a sudden, it's like the Atlanta Falcons. You just can't maintain any kind of lead. You end up blowing it in the fourth quarter. And they uh, Kansas State putting uh, 17 to compared to Oklahoma's zero, zero points in the fourth quarter. Also add in three interceptions by the freshman, Spencer Rattler. I, I, don't, I mean, he's a young guy. He's going to be with the program for a while. I don't see him being a guy that goes to the NFL after his junior year unless his draft stock somehow skyrockets. I, I mean, it's, it's a tough one for Oklahoma because I was really buying into them. Uh, until, I was buying into them until they got to the playoff. That's how that's how you have to handle Oklahoma. You buy into them until they make it to the playoff, and then once they actually face a team that's played tough teams like Alabama or Georgia or dare I say Florida, then they're gonna get their they're gonna get their shit kicked in. But for I, I, again, it's two years in a row they lose to Kansas State, and they can't really afford a loss this year due to the limited schedule. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Jake. <laughs> I was just gonna say, you know, Oklahoma. We talked about it earlier this season. They always had the transfer quarterback come in. He was the next awakening guy, you know, Jalen Hurts, Baker Mayfield, Kyler Murray, and, you know, they finally go with a freshman. I think Spencer Radley is going to be fine. I think he's going to be a good quarterback. But, you know, it just shows they're going to take a step back this year, I think, it looks like at least, uh, without having that guy come in to just insert and press play, you know. Yeah, until further notice, I'm going to be um, holding off on any Big 12 locks all my locks are going to be reserved for non-Big 12 teams. The Big 12 to me right now is like if I was the parent and I saved up a bunch of money for my child to go to college and then I gave it to her and then she dropped out of college and became a stripper and then used all that money to buy sex toys and created like an OnlyFans account. That's how disappointing I am. That's how disappointed I am in the Big 12 right now. 
I don't know. There's some good games in the Big 12. They're good games, but they're just so unsure. Like, she can make a lot of money on OnlyFans. She'll probably be very successful. <laughs> but, but it's just disappointing, and it's something I wouldn't invest in. Although, if she ends up being like a Demi Lovato, I'm going to be really pissed. Are you talking, are you talking about that one, late, one chick? It's not Demi Lovato. Yeah, Demi Lovato, the one who uh, she like made an OnlyFans and she made a million dollars in one day. Oh uh, no, that wasn't Demi Lovato. I know who you're talking about though. That was the Disney Channel girl. Mm-hmm. That was Demi Lovato. Nope. No, Demi Moore. No, it wasn't. Oh, it was. It was um. Another redheaded chick. Uh, Say her name. I don't fucking know her name. Uh, oh, someone. Joey's on the Google. I can. I can already tell. Oh, it was Demi Lovato. <laughs> You need to be a faster um, Googler, Joey. Jesus. Bella Thorne. I'm trying to Bella figure Thorne. out what to Google. There it know. is. He beat you to it. It's Bella, Bella Thorne. Thorne. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. Demi I was did. not anywhere close. Yeah. No, everyone hates her. Yeah. She limited the cap on how much you can get tipped now. So, so she is not a liked person in the OnlyFans community, of which I am not involved. Yeah. Yeah, I've, never, I've never gone into that. Never atmosphere. dabbled. No, I don't yeah. want to pay for that shit. There's a million free videos on the internet. More than that. Yeah, Pornhub. Beautiful thing. We should get sponsored. And that brings us to our next sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> oh, remember uh, like wish. early days in the Joe Rogan podcast where he had Fleshlight as his sponsor? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We Fleshlight made Joe Rogan. We couldn't get Fleshlight as a sponsor. We'd need to get, like, some knockoff Fleshlight as a sponsor. <laughs> Whoa, you're selling us short, right? Oh, dude, we got to get the shit that we used to buy for Chapter, like the $20 Fleshlights. Oh, yeah. Like, they're all, they're all like, like rubbery and shit. Yeah, like the ones you pass around at our, at our dirty Santa parties. Blue Mountain State. Yep. Whenever I say pass around, I don't mean pass around. I should yeah, have phrased that. Oh, no, everyone that knows what you mean. Everyone knows what you mean, Robert. You literally make it seem like we that's how chapter went. We don't have the frat houses. I should have phrased that better. No, I was talking about our yeah, group. I thought it was perfect. I was talking about our group. Uh, no, you are talking about your frat. No, because I, per- I personally have bought one pocket pussy for a dirty Santa gift. I think that went to you, but it also came with a nice deck of cards. Th- that deck of cards got used. I, the deck cards got used for sure, uh, but no, I um I burned the pocket pussy and said a prayer afterwards. So, because it, it was just not right, Robert. Don't pray for oh, that. <laughs> <laughs> that All right, let's talk some football, huh? Oh, well, is that what this yeah. podcast is about? I guess we're talking football this week. Um, yes. Yeah, sorry about that. I want to say sorry about another one. What one did I call? Uh, LSU, but no one saw that coming either. But let's go into the SEC talking about the defending national champions getting dethroned by the Mike Leach air raid offense. That was a beauty, I'm, wasn't it? I'm very excited to talk about this one, actually, because mm-hmm. I, was, uh, I was very skeptical if the air raid offense would work in the SEC, you know, a conference that, you know, is heavily dominant when it comes to defense. So, I mean, just would a basically complete passing team work in the SEC? Well, it looks like Mike Leach has something going right now with Mississippi State. Uh, but also, I think this also raises the question of where exactly is LSU? 
because LSU lost a ton of talent. They were without their star defender because he ended up in the hospital for some unknown reason overnight. And uh, I, I think that this offense just completely went to town on LSU. LSU's offense, yeah, they scored 34 points, but uh, they, to me, seemed fairly inconsistent uh, for the most part. Um, K.J. Hill basically became a wide receiver and dominated, by the way, as a wide receiver. Um, I, I, and also K.J. Uh, Costello now. Or did I say K.J. Hill, by the way? He did. I, I meant, I meant uh, Kylan Hill. K.J. Costello uh, there you go. dropping 623 passing yards in his debut as a air raid quarterback. That's pretty cool. So that's something to look forward to. Mississippi State's definitely a team to look forward to. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I'm not super sold on LSU this year for a bunch of reasons. They lost so much talent to the NFL and they had some opt-outs. But the fact that I did not think the Mississippi State's offense, I said it last week, I didn't think they were going to be this good to start. I thought it was going to take my at least a little bit of time. And uh, nope, that was wrong because he just went out and broke the single-game passing record <laughs> in the SEC. So, that I mean, that's awesome. Uh, I think all of us are going to be happy to see Mike Leach be successful in the SEC. Um, it's a matter of can they keep it successful when teams start catching on and get used to it because it is different. They don't. There's no one in the SEC who plays like that. Um, hopefully it's here to stay. That would be awesome. But, you know, they got a tough stretch to the schedule in a couple weeks. So we'll see what happens when uh, they have to play Auburn, Alabama and all them. Right. Yeah. I was, I was blown away by Mike Leach's offense and, um, and Costello, just like you said, breaking the SEC records, man, like it was something to behold. And then um, I, I don't know if it has a lot to do with it was week one and, you know, they just came out firing and LSU wasn't ready, but like we talked about LSU was missing 25 guys, 25 plus guys, you know, going into this year. So not really the defending champs. Those are, those are guys who may have been around or those are, you know, fresh faces on the LSU team. But Mississippi State looks good, and uh, maybe they'll wreak some, wreak some havoc or wreak some havoc in, in the West. Now, typically a Mike Leach team drops that one unexpected game. So I, I'm, I'm keeping my eye out for what that game is. But I think – as the season goes along, we'll start to see defenses tighten up a little bit. So I, I think this is a good transition into the Florida game. Uh, another Mississippi, another Mississippi team, and uh, a lot of offense in this game as well. So, so Ole Miss and Matt Corral threw all over the Gators defense. Um, the Gators defense missing Brad Stewart. And uh, Sean Davis went out in the first quarter with a targeting uh, ejection. So, so yeah, like immediately, immediately. And I, I, I thought it was a bad call myself. I thought he lead, led with a shoulder, but he did hit the top half of the guy, hit him, hit him up, up high. So, you know, I'm thinking more and more maybe targeting penalties should not lead to ejections I, because it, I don't think it's on purpose. It's a bang, bang play. I don't know. This is where I stand. I actually I spoke about this on Saturday, and I think that ejections when it comes to the targeting call, it just needs to be a case-by-case. Case. I think there needs to be like a level of severity when it comes to targeting. Was it like a Vontez perfect kind of targeting? Then, yeah, you need, to be out of the, you need to be out of the ball game. But if it was like a uh, – it looked like you led with your head, but your shoulder collided, maybe it wasn't really that bad. I don't know. There needs to be a certain level of severity, but also at the same time, on the flip side, 
It's if you if you get lenient on the rules, then players are just going to lead with their heads, and that's exactly what they don't want to do. So I personally would like for there to be sort of like a leniency. I just don't think the NCAA is ever going to go that direction because it's going to lead players to just continue to lead with their heads and hope that they don't get ejected. It also has adds a lot of ambiguity to it, and that's really – I don't think that's what you want with referees adding more ambigu- ambiguity to, uh, to the calls that they make and letting them make decisions based on uh, judgment. I mean, that's the last thing I want in the game. These referees already stink. Right. I definitely wouldn't like to see more discretion on the referees, but at the same time, I think them not having discretion at all kind of gives – gives into like every targeting penalty is going to lead to an ejection. So I, I, I think maybe there's some room to, to work there. I'm not sure, but um, back to the game itself on the flip side, on the flip side of things, um, Florida's offense looked like a well-oiled machine and hopefully this video is a little better. How's that? Is that, is that better? Oh yeah. Yeah, It's a lot better. All right, so Kyle, the Kyle to Kyle connection started trending on Twitter. Kyle Pitts, absolute monster, had four touchdown receptions, and Kyle uh, Trask threw six touchdowns. Tied Joe Burrow last year for most touchdowns in an SEC in an SEC game, or was it SEC opener, or was it an yeah, SEC, SEC game opener? Yeah, so looked very good. But on the flip side of that, Ole Miss had the worst pass defense in the SEC last year. So you know. I, it is what it is, and we'll see next week as Florida goes against South Carolina and uh, Will Muschamp defense. That's usually pretty pretty stout. So mm-hmm. I don't know any 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 other thoughts on this game before we move on. Well, I mean, I personally going into the ball game last last week when we talked about it, I was nervous to rave about Florida just because as a Gator fan, I want to make sure they get at least one game in before I start talking about them seriously. And I can actually say that this team looks serious. Their offense looks like it's there. I'm not worried about defense, although they did drop 35 points. I thought Matt Corral is a really good quarterback. Um, he, he, he had a good ball game. Also, we were missing two of our top defensive backs, uh, and one of them went out early in the ball game due to a targeting call. So I'm not too worried about how we performed on defense right now. As long as offense continues to play, I'm looking forward to what this team can provide. The big thing is just stay healthy. Stay healthy. The Kyle to Kyle connection is going to be lethal all year long. Kadarius Tony, I think that this is his year to really make a difference. He looked he good. Had- yeah, I'm sorry. I got to I got to stop you. Kadarius Tony, one of my favorite players on the Gator. He looked really good, and he looked like he matured a lot. He looked like he was yes. um, he was he was getting taking returns, and he was calling fair catches. He wasn't making ill advised you know east and west movements. He was he was. Run like a true wide receiver, running good routes and getting getting receptions. So like, yeah, I I love KT in this offense right now. But overall, uh, I love our receivers in general. Uh, uh, just my last point, Jacob Copeland. It's good to see him. He was involved early in the ball game. Later in the ball game, not as involved. Um, he didn't catch a touchdown, but that's okay. I think he's going to catch a lot more. It is good to see him be involved, and it looks like he's going to be their number one, number two guy. In the eight five zero. Outside of outside of Kyle Pitts, Kyle Pitts is the number one guy. Yeah, I kind of thought Florida was going to beat. I thought they were going to beat him by a little bit more. They their offense looked about like I expected them to. Um, pretty impressed with Ole Miss. I wasn't sold on their quarterback like you were, Davis. But you were right, obviously. 
Um, I am curious what Florida does against a couple better teams because I really don't expect Ole Miss to be a whole lot this year. But, you know, I might be wrong like I was this last week. I think they, Florida still covered. But, yeah, it was a lot closer, I thought. I think um, Ole Miss's offense is going to be – yeah, yeah, I thought so. Yeah, and it was they almost they almost covered there at the end. They were they were threatening, and then time expired. So they almost did cover, but they didn't. Um, but Ole Miss's offense looked like it was a well-oiled machine, and especially on the first drive when they came out with John Rice Plumley and Matt Corral in that kind of uh, Plumley in the in the you know double quarterback position in the slot out there so that kind of made my head spin and made me be like okay what is going on the defense looked like it was discombobulated so the offense uh lane uh, lane kiffin's going to throw a lot of little wrinkles in there this year and he's got a lot of guys to play with so that's going to be interesting defense uh for Ole Miss n- not so much I think I think maybe uh you're gonna see a lot of high scoring games with Ole Miss Florida I think like you said Davis I'm looking forward to seeing them tighten up a little bit. I think maybe it was first first game wrinkles. So I'm not really too worried about the defense just yet, but I'm going to keep my eye on them. Uh, I also, just real quick, Kyle Trask, pretty much every ball he threw was a good ball, even if it was an incomplete. I think he maybe threw only two bad passes the entire game. And the only interception of the game for Florida was thrown by Emory Jones, which was an ugly pass. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Kyle Trask, every ball he threw just seemed like a good ball. I've I, just I, it's awesome it's yeah. awesome to feel like we actually have a real true quarterback it looked like Emory shook it off though he came in the next drive and stuck with oh, the game was- plan yeah yeah he, uh, he was under duress on that throw it was still a bad throw shouldn't have made it um, but the Gator defense got one back with uh, Gervon Dexter um, getting his or no it was uh, Britton Cox getting his hands up and Gervon Dexter getting the first pick of the That's- season on the line so that was that was nice to see um, for the freshman. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not going to say anything about – for LSU or Florida, I'm not going to say anything about DBU until the secondary starts playing better. So, there that is. We're going to move on because I, I like to spend too much time on Florida. I could do a whole podcast just on Florida. Um, and we'll move on to Georgia. So, Georgia started off slow against Arkansas, and Felipe Franks looked like he was doing good until he Felipe Franks did. So <laughs> I know talk about just a sweet game to watch as a, as a Gator fan watching Felipe Franks again, yeah, early in the ball game, you thought, Oh shit. Like Felipe, is he about to beat the fourth rank or, or were they number three or four? No, they were four. Oklahoma was number three to, to see Felipe Franks, at least for a quarter, look like he was about to beat Georgia. It was, it was actually something weird to watch. I, I really didn't know because at the same time, he did not look good at all. He really never looked good in that ball game. He had a couple of decent passes, but it basically was him at Florida all over again. Extremely inconsistent, very inaccurate. Yeah, he has a cannon of an arm. I'm not going to doubt that. Like on Madden, he'd have like a 99 arm strength, but then he'd have like a 40 arm accuracy. It, it, there's a lot of inconsistency there. And I think that Arkansas with Felipe, they're going to be in for some trouble this year. Yeah, I um, I'm curious what Georgia looks like with JT Daniels as a quarterback because that the guy they started originally I can't remember his name but he really struggled. Um, and Georgia, I mean, what was it, five to seven and a halftime or something crazy like that, or maybe that was just the first quarter. But um, yeah, it, it's gonna be interesting to see. I don't expect a lot out of Arkansas this year, but um, I, I'm I'm still high on Georgia. 
uh, they didn't play like they should have. But again, when you don't don't have your starting quarterback, that's a big hindrance. Yep. The uh, Dewan Mathis started out and he didn't look hot at all. He actually threw a pick right to a Mississippi State safety and uh, Arkansas. Yeah. Or. Yeah. Arkansas, yeah. Arkansas, sorry. There you so, go. So they, they yanked him pretty quick. But Stetson Bennett came out, and he went 20 for 29 for 211 yards. So he looked pretty good. good. Yes. He's got the name Stetson Bennett. No, mm-hmm. Stetson good name. Bennett the fourth. Strong That's name. a name. That's a what name. What a name. Like, I wonder if he plays lacrosse, too. Can't do that. Have He's got Blue? a brother. Yeah. Have you seen Blue Mountain State? Of course. Can't, can't do that. It's a rivalry. I'm lost there. <laughs> oh, that's a good. That's a good episode. You should watch it. <laughs> Honestly, I think I want to get back into watching Blue Mountain State. I'm I'm in the mood for watching a stupid show. Yeah. This episode, they need a. Uh, they need like the lady. She's like an older like cougar kind of type, and she's slept with like every. Just fucks every freshman that comes in. Yeah, and she has to sleep with I think the teams to unite them. I can't remember. Like the two oh, lac- yeah, lacrosse right. and football team. I United forgot about that. Because they were in a she war. Was the one. Mm-hmm. Anyway, a nice Ste- lady. Stetson Bennett coming in there showing that uh, he's somebody to be uh, reckoned with. But I, I am very curious to see what JT Daniels does whenever he gets his time to shine. That'll be interesting to see because the Georgia offense right now, not looking hot at all. Um, Samir White didn't really do anything on the ground. And uh, Arkansas held him pretty good until Stetson Bennett got in there and the Georgia defense scored 14 points for him. So like the defense, like we said, the Georgia defense is good and to be reckoned with. And that's what you got to worry yeah. about there. Yes, sir. Moving forward. Uh, Alabama creams, Missouri. Um, didn't cover. Missouri, didn't cover. Never, never even close. Missouri uh, did score there late to make it look like it was a little closer, but it really wasn't that close. So Alabama uh, dominated from kickoff. Yeah, and uh, like I said, Jalen Waddle is amazing. He had 134 yards receiving there with one just amazing catch. It was a web gem of a catch. He jumps over two defenders, catches it, gets hit, twirls around. It was insane. Jalen Waddle is a freak. That guy is an absolute athlete. He, If he can get some kick returns in this year and score some touchdowns, I, I could see him, one, being a Blitnikoff winner, but also maybe even a Heisman contender just because he is just such an athlete. Uh, and Mac Jones, he was really my big question mark. Is I, Yeah, I think we all knew Alabama was going to win that ballgame, but how is Mac Jones going to look? I thought he looked very – I thought he looked very good. I thought he was a very competent passer. He looked good leading that offense. And, I mean, we saw Bryce Young a little bit there at the end. Felt It was good to see Bryce Young get in there. His dad looks like his brother – uh, literally, like his dad looks like he's 20. Um, so clearly comes from good genes there. Uh, but no, Mac Jones, he looks like he's going to be the quarterback for this team the entire season. Yeah. Um, Alabama can have no arm Magoo at quarterback this year and just toss the ball up to Jalen Waddle. It really doesn't matter who the quarterback is. I, I think he, whether Mac Jones is bad or good doesn't really matter. I think he's good, but I think the wide receivers, Smith and Waddle, just they're going to make him look exponentially better than he actually is. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I really got nothing to add. You guys pretty much uh, hit everything on the head. Uh, Jalen Waddle was awesome. He's awesome. He was awesome last year. I think he was super underrated last year. But, uh, yeah, Mac Jones, I'm not sold on him like y'all are yet. 
I've seen how it sounds like at least I want to see more. I'm just I want to see him play the, someone else. Yeah. I'm sold on the connection, the wide receiver connection. I'm not really sold on on Jones. I'd like to see like them play a good defense and see if you know, because Jalen Waddle's gonna he's gonna beat some receivers deep, but Mac Jones got to be able to make make those throws under pressure whenever they got a good D line rush or you know, a good D line who's got a good pass rush and some good safeties who are going to play over top and anticipate that long bomb. All right, moving on to Kentucky and Auburn. Uh, I had Auburn in this game, but uh, it was a little close. Uh, Auburn pretty much had it. And again, another case of good wide receiver, good quarterback. Bo Nix tossed it up to let me find his name because this, this guy is an absolute monster as well. Uh, da, 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 da. Seth Williams. Seth Williams. He's a good receiver. Yeah, he pulled down two massive touchdown catches. And I don't know how you guard that guy. That guy is like a Kyle Pitts. That guy's like a Jalen. Maybe not so much Jalen Waddle, but he can go up and get it. Yeah, Seth Williams is another one of those guys where he, you know, good size, good hands. Uh, he made a name for himself against Oregon last year in the opener. Remember, he caught the game winning touchdown. Boxed out the receipt, boxed out the cornerback to catch the game-winning touchdown. Uh, I, I like him a lot. Bo Nix looked good in the second half. Uh, first half, this was one of those games, like the Georgia game, had a weird halftime score. It was like eight to seven at halftime for Auburn and Kentucky, but then they uh, went on to uh, do well in the second half. So I, I think this Auburn team, they're gonna they're gonna do well this year. They're gonna compete. I think I do have them at least with. Uh, two losses. Well, actually, considering how LSU did I, I, and how Mississippi State did, I think that's going to be an interesting matchup. I, I think I have them losing to Alabama at Alabama. Um, but other than that, this Auburn team is going to be good. The biggest story for me in this game is, is Bo Nix as a punter. He needs to just drop being a quarterback yeah. <laughs> and, just, and just become a punter. He put two punts within the 10-yard line. Uh, they, Auburn just needs to stop recruiting punters. I think they found a whole new way to do it. You line up in a semi-punt, semi-we're-going-to-throw-the-ball formation, and then you just look at the defense, see what they're doing, and you kick it or you don't. And that's, that's – <laughs> I, I love it uh, – I don't know. Bo Nix was like, hey, I punted twice in high school. You should let me do it. And Gene Chizik was like, ah, why not? So that's basically what happened there. Yeah, and I like – Kentucky's going to be a decent team this year. They're going to have a solid defense. Um, But I was surprised that Auburn's defense held them to 13 uh, because Auburn lost a ton off their defense last year. So that's going to be something interesting because if they do develop a defense throughout the season and Bo Nix gets better because he's still a young kid. He's only a sophomore. then they could be a team to reckon with. Maybe not this year, but maybe next year. But, yeah, I, I mean, I kind of agree. I, two losses is probably right for the team. But I think it's a team that you could see a lot of improvement as the season goes on, too. I don't sleep on them. I think Auburn needs to be reckoned with um, right now. I got them, you know, maybe dropping a game. And then you're going to watch the Iron Bowl, and you're going to be like, oh, what the hell, Auburn's up on Alabama by, by seven points. And it's going to be yep. a close, exciting game. But Kentucky, I will say this, because whenever I listen to football podcasts and I watch games and they don't talk about the refs robbing teams, I get so mad. Kentucky was outright robbed right before halftime. It was like second and goal, and they ran the ball. And the guy, the ball went, I think it was Cavassier smoke, and 
his arm was over the like the ball was crossed the end zone and they called him down and then they ran another play and then Auburn fumble you know gets a fumble or an interception they almost take it back all the way so so a missed call there and a missed opportunity for Kentucky to get close right before halftime big big missed call I didn't notice that <laughs> yeah go, go back and what it's just I'll right before halftime I didn't watch this game enough to well, have a deeper commentary than what I said. Well, it, it was hard to watch. That's what, it was hard. I had to go. <laughs> I had to go back and look at like highlights of all these games because I couldn't watch it because I was, you know, I was watching the Florida game. But it's it, it's good. That's a good thing because it's like all of these football games are back and you don't have enough screens to watch them all. And it's like mm-hmm. it's like oh man, that's just a it's good a nice feeling. feeling. Yeah. So we'll move on from SEC world. And we'll we'll come back to actually no let's talk about Texas A and M real quick. Uh, if you watch this game with all the other games on, then you must be a Vanderbilt fan because even a Texas A <laughs> and M fan, even a Texas A and M fan would have been like fuck this and like turned it. <laughs> like uh, Vanderbilt almost won that game, and Kellen Mond didn't really look all that good. It was just a real boring game um, from what I could tell. Didn't watch it, but uh, Texas A and M definitely needs to step their game up. 17-12 to Vandy is not going to do it. This was a game where – or not even a game. This is just something where I said preseason, Kellen Mond needs to come out and have a big year. I mean, two years ago he had a big year. Last year, not so much. This year was supposed to be the year where he sort of brings it back all together. And then it's 17-12, barely a victory over Vanderbilt. And I, and I am not in a position to give Vanderbilt credit, really. I just I, – I think I want to spend more time and say that – Texas A&M looked bad this game. I personally did not watch a second of this game, not a second of it, uh, and I barely watched highlights. I just went back and read some of the read some of the stuff reported on, and I thought, damn, this is a shitty game. Yep. Yeah, I, I said it last week with um, Jimbo Fisher, Texas A&M. This is a classic look-ahead spot. He did this stuff all the time where he keeps it – Everything's super vanilla whenever they got a big game. They play Alabama next week. I mean, to me, it's just a classic look-ahead spot. I don't expect A&M to come out and wow anybody against Alabama. But I'm, I'm not surprised with this performance against Vanderbilt. I think they're going to be fine uh, during the season. I, I just, I, I'm not going to pick them to win or something. But, uh, yeah, you know, they, maybe they're not going to live up to the hype that way they were supposed to be. But we'll see. I don't think this game is what you're going to pull from to figure out what this Texas A&M team is going to be this year. Yeah, Jimbo does like to do that. He likes to not really show show his whole hand, you know, whenever he's got a big game coming up. I did I do notice that. So, mm-hmm. but I'm just still like, even if you're not showing all your hand, you know, seventeen to twelve with Vandy, you know, maybe maybe Vandy's better than we expect. Probably not though. I doubt that. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll we'll have to see next week. All right. Um, well, this week actually. All right. So we'll go ahead and get it out of the way. Florida State, Miami, not not good for Florida State. Um, and I really don't even know how to grade Miami on this one. I don't know. I don't know if Miami's just that good or if Florida State's just that bad. And it's it's very unfortunate. I think we're gonna find out very, very soon. Yeah, I can tell you. It's Florida State's just that bad. I said it last week too. Um they were, they're, they're an awful team. I expected an ass whooping. We'll find out about Miami in two weeks. They got a bye week, and then they get Clemson. Um, 
I, I mean, I, I don't know what to think about Miami. We can talk about Louisville later. I, I don't think Louisville is that great this year. And they gave them a little bit of a game. Miami was a comfortable lead, and they played UAB, and they played a really bad Florida State team. Uh, J- James Blackman's got to go. Um, this is it. He's done. Calling it. He might start this week, but it'll be, be just because it's a bad team and you know, whatever. And then the freshman come out and play. Tate Rodemeyer didn't look bad. He had a really bad pick in the game. His first drive, it looked like it was a little too fast for him. But he kind of settled in, even though it was against scrubs. I mean, at this point at FSU, you just got to go youth movement. You got a freshman running back, Lawrence Tofili, who looks really good. You got a couple of freshman offensive linemen who look like they might be able to play. A couple of freshman linebackers. Um, but team just sucks. There, I don't see very many wins. I don't not only know if I'm gonna pick them to win this week against Jacksonville State. So could be a one-two win season for us. I mean, yeah, I mean, I just there's just not anything that makes Florida State look like they're gonna be able to salvage the season right now. I mean, Tennessee looked good last year at the end of the year after they had a terrible start. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe maybe we can ask for some hope for that. Um, I, I I would like to think Jordan Travis will like will do something for you guys once he gets the opportunity to get some more playing time in there. I know he had more playing time this week. But he uh, gets hurt all the time, so yeah. how's he going to play? Exactly. I mean, you're right though. James Blackman needs to go. Oh, touchdown, Kansas City. Uh, to my guy. Let's go. Um, Who's your guy? Uh, 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 Hill. All right, I got. He's oh, one my of my TV's guys too. frozen. I'm sitting here waiting on the uh, play, and my TV's frozen. <laughs> yeah, I'm That's on funny. stream. I'm on stream, so I'm always like a minute or two behind everybody else. But no, no. But James Blackman, it's just. I mean, from the day he became the starter at, in that game against Alabama, it's just been a rough ride for him. I feel for him, actually. I really do. I, I, I don't. I, I mean, Joey, you probably don't. As a Florida State fan, <laughs> I think this Miami team is a is a fun team. It, I mean, when, if you're a good team and you're the U, then there's something special there. I love when they break out the new turnover chain. The turnover chain that they have this year looks pretty sweet. That thing's nice. And, looks like a gun. By the way, ever since <laughs> they brought out the turnover chain, they have led Power 5 schools in turnovers. I saw that statistic, too, and that is absolutely insane. They started the movement, and the turnover chain is by far the most badass of the turnover memorabilia they got on the sidelines. Yeah, and it, everyone else that doesn't turn over anything is stupid. I think but the turnover backpack was cool, bucket. man. That thing was – that was a joke. That was, that was too, like – that encapsulated Willie Taggart's time at FSU. Yeah, the turnover backpack. It did. Like, what the fuck is a backpack going to do? Have anything to do with. And they're supposed school. to secure the bag, dude. They're securing the bag. No, oh, that's, that, that's money. I forget which team uh, had this, but whoever got a turnover literally got a money bag. It was, it was Ole Miss. That's way better. It was Ole Miss. Okay, that's who it was. I did it against us, and I was like, oh, look, we got a, a fucking money bag. You got but, a money bag. Florida doesn't do any kind of turnover chain or anything. I like it, and Florida gets plenty of turnovers. Because I think everyone else that does anything, it's stupid. The the chain is sweet. Miami's looking good right now. I really like De'Aaron King, and I cannot wait till they play Clemson. Yeah, that's going to be a great game. I wouldn't want to play Miami right now if I'm anybody, to be honest. Miami is creeping their way into my top five, and I'm not sure if I'm putting them in there yet, but I'm looking at them. And even, if seen, Miami, even if Miami plays Clemson well, like I, I mean, I, I'll, I'll even hold off giving my prediction. 
But let's just say Miami and Clemson, like that's a really good game. Both teams are competing. I think that's going to say more about Miami than it will the U. And it's going to, that just means that this team's a fun team. I, I, I've just seen this song and dance in Miami so many times before where everyone gives them the hype, but they really haven't played anyone to start the season. And like I said, I don't think they played anyone to start the season. Uh, we're just going to find out what happens when they play Clemson. It might be a different team. Maybe Derek King's the real deal. Um, but we're going to find out. They've got to find some threats, though, at wide receiver because besides their tight ends um, and the running backs, you know, they got, they got to figure out something on the outside. But yeah. Revan Jordan looked really good as a tight end. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to two weeks from now. Fortunately, they have a bye week into Clemson. Unfortunately, Clemson has a bye week going into them. So that's, that's that. And uh, that's probably going to be the college football game of the week. I'm just going to go ahead and call it early. That's going to be college football. Yeah, game. Like e- easy pick. Easy yeah. pick. Yep. All right. UCF, Dylan Gabriel, light up East Carolina. I don't really have much to say about that. Um, Army Falls, Cincinnati, um, 24 to 10. Oklahoma State doesn't really put up that many points against West Virginia, but they get the job done nonetheless. Um, Tennessee takes care of South Carolina, 31 to 27. You got to love having that plus, minus three and a half and you win with yep. that fourth point. Oh, amen. Yeah. That, that, was, that was a great call, whoever had that. Let me see. Um, oh, we went over Alabama. Did not get the lock there. Um, you and I, Joey. Mm-hmm. Uh, did get the Tennessee lock, though. That's why I was remembering this. Yeah. Yep. You also got the Pittsburgh lock. Um, I had pushed on that one. Oh, you pushed on that one? That, yeah. yeah. I, guess, I guess I pushed on that one, too, right at three. Yeah, pushes a win. That's a win. Yeah, that's that's a win. <laughs> you don't lose. Um, going back to the South or South Carolina Tennessee game, um, I don't really have many thoughts about it. I couldn't couldn't really watch the game. Uh, I think Tennessee came out. They did what they were supposed to do. Colin Hill did throw for two hundred ninety yards, so he looked all right. Um, and when he didn't, he looked pretty bad. Tennessee just got the job done here. They needed to. Yeah, Tennessee, good win for them. Um, I, I, I mean, I, I said it last week that they finished the season so strong that I think that Tennessee going into this year is going to be a strong team. They're going to be a, you know, they're going to they're going to suffer some losses just because they're not, you know, they're not what other teams are like. I mean, I, I'm actually not sold on Georgia at the moment. I mean, and I'm going to try and keep my bias aside, but I think Florida right now is a favorite to win the East. I don't know if Tennessee's at that level, but they're certainly a better team than they've been in the last two seasons, especially uh, when uh, Garantano uh, is starting to play pretty decent at his quarterback position. He was highly, he was highly, he was a highly touted recruit, came in, really struggled a couple of years, but now he's starting to come into his own. I'm happy to see him succeed. Yep. And this brings us to the play of the week. So I nominated this, the play of the week. I, I think it deserves it. This defender worked super hard for this. Um, take the sound off. So, Colin Hill drops back, and he's under pressure, throws it, gets tipped, and it's picked by Tennessee. Oh, this Ooh. video, this is awful. Oh, just get out of my way. Yeah. You just can still see that stiff arm, though. Yep, stiff arm. Let's go back and go back and look. We'll, we'll pause it for the buffering. Pause it for the buffering a little bit. Oh, yeah, buffer that baby. Yep, and just get out of my way. He gets up. He turns around. He's like, where is he? And he's already scoring. (laughs) He's like, where is he? He's already in the end zone. Doesn't matter. He didn't know where he was at. 
first of all, you got pushed by him. How do you not know where he is? Second of all, just like get him out. Like, I don't care. He's, you got to catch the ball, first of all. Sorry, that's first of all. Second of all, get off the ground. The guy just picked the ball off and find out where he is and get him out of bounds. But excellent job by Tennessee's defense there, particularly number 11. I don't know his name. That one guy, he – excellent effort on the play. Oh, Toa Toa. That's Toa Toa. Hell of a name. Yeah. Yep. So, next Toa-toa. week – Next week we'll have some some plays of the week for y'all for you guys because that I like doing that. Do you you guys like that little that little yeah segment? Yeah, I, I can pull some. Sure. Uh, yeah. I will say though, I want to dedicate that win, that Tennessee win, to one of my good friends, Andrew. Uh, he's so he's a diehard Tennessee fan, and for years I've been able to give him shit over the Florida Tennessee rivalry, and he is just one of those guys where it's just unfortunate. All the teams he likes seem to always lose, but. On Friday, him and his wife had their first kid, and then the next day, Tennessee wins a big ball game. So I'm going to have to dedicate that one to Andrew. A pretty solid weekend for him. I'll have to sing Rocky Top with him or something. Uh, Real quick, I'm not going to go and do it too much. Uh, I think Tennessee is probably probably the third best team in the East. And then – so I don't think they're going to push the top two. Uh, I don't, but I think they're going to be solid. They might pull off a couple of upsets. South Carolina should be more than I thought. They might not be as bad as I thought they were going to be. But, um, yeah, good for Tennessee. Won, won me some money. All right. Good for Tennessee. And since they had the best play of the week, I'm going to go ahead and show you the worst play of the week um, here. Happened Iowa State and TCU. Brock Purdy makes some pretty poor choices here. Drops back. Corner comes on a blitz. He's under pressure. Just throws it to fucking nobody. (laughs) And he's gone. He's going to just walk into the end zone. So they ended up winning this game, but that is just not what you want to see from a veteran quarterback. I don't don't even – he's trying to throw it out of bounds. But that's not when you want to throw it. Just go ahead and take the sack there. You can't throw the ball there. Yeah, yeah, you're getting thrown – I, obviously the ball slips out of his hands the way it comes out. And this well, guy's just like, holy fuck, he just threw me the ball. Well, I mean, he, he didn't even have to catch it. It was a lateral. So if that ball hits the ground and goes out of bounds, it, it go. it's out of bounds where it went because it was yeah. a lateral. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's not even he's, – he's not even throwing it forward. So he's going to be able to pick it up with a fumble or an interception, whatever you want to do. Or, if it, like I was saying, if it goes out of bounds, that's where the ball spotted. So it's yeah. worse than the sack that he was going to take. Yeah, that's true. That is true as well. That was that was worse than the Jordan Travis play. I'll give you that. Yes, I like the Jordan Travis play was was really bad. I saw it, but I was like, I think this one might be the worst one of the week. If you want to know how bad that Jordan Travis play was, I, as an FSU fan, I was laughing out loud after he threw that ball and it got picked. It was hilarious. We it's were already all- getting our ass kicked anyway, so. It's almost as bad as the Jameis Winston slip, but I don't. Yeah. Think it's, I don't think it's that bad. I think Jameis Winston slip was pretty bad. Given I think Jameis Winston was worse, but I think the Brock Purdy one was worse than the Jameis Winston one. Yeah, that was bad. That was really bad, all yeah. around. But they ended up winning the game somehow. Um, I didn't really watch that game. Couldn't tell you, but you do win the worst play of the week. So there you go. All right. Um, we went over Louisville-Pittsburgh. Virginia Tech puts 45 up on NC State. I don't really have much to say there. Um, oh, I got a funny gambling story with that game real quick. Uh, I was drunk because of that FSU game, feeling pretty good. That was the last <laughs> game on. NC State losing by 28. 
I bet them live plus 27 and a half. Oh. They immediately go down and score, get a touchdown. Virginia Tech starts driving down the field. They get to the one-yard lines on MF and the TV, telling uh, <laughs> NC State how bad they are. And Virginia Tech kneels on the one-yard line to end the game, and I win the bet. I <laughs> 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 was high as could be after that. Don't oh, what a good victory. Yeah. You'll, you'll love to see it. We might, uh, you might have to start making uh, Virginia Tech, Virginia Tech bets because they just helped you out a little bit there. Yeah, they they did good. Then I bet on Adesanya and won that one too. So I got hot a little bit at the end of the night. Yeah, I didn't even get to watch any UFC fights. I'm very very upset. But whenever you're hanging out with the girlfriend, she kind of gives you the uh, the slate of games you can watch. <laughs> She's kind of like, "Are you watching your fourth football game today?" I'm like, "Yeah." What's wrong with yeah? What's wrong with that? Anyway, um, yeah, Tulane uh, came came back and threw 66 up on Southern Miss after trailing in the game by, I think, a touchdown or two. Absolutely insane. They got off to a slow start and then just were like, okay, we'll play football now. Um, Boston College in a real nail-biter against Texas State and the Bobcats. Uh, had to kick a game-winning field goal there. Um, UVA and Duke had a, had a somewhat – Somewhat a tight matchup. Then UVA kind of ran away with it. Also, I've been wrong the whole time. Bryce Perkins now plays for the Rams. <laughs> yeah, you definitely got me. I believe you. After you, you looked it up. You looked it up, and we're still wrong. I did look it up, and I think it was ESPN, and they had him on their roster still. And I don't, I don't know why. I like, I lo- I didn't even look up Bryce Perkins. I went to, I went to Virginia, the team and looked up roster i was like 90 percent sure when we were having that conversation but you i just didn't even second guess you after you looked it up so what i actually did was make some no key- you didn't <laughs> make some keyboard noises <laughs> we just made a little bit of keyboard noises and we we're like yeah no he's definitely still on virginia <laughs> no i did not do that i actually i swear to god i looked it up i can't remember where it was but it must have been their 2019 roster and uh I must have clicked on the wrong link or something because this picture was still there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, doesn't play. Who's their new quarterback? Did he do good? Like I didn't even I didn't get a chance to watch this. I know you did because you were like, "Hey, you idiot! <laughs> Bryce Perkins doesn't play." <laughs> I actually had to leave. I had a party to get to. I watched the beginning of it. He doesn't look bad. He actually kind of looks like a poor man. Bryce Perkins threw for two hundred sixty-nine yards. He's a white kid, which is poor man. Bryce Perkins, mm-hmm. but uh. Yeah, no, he's he's young. He's gonna be all right. He's not gonna be a world beater. All right, Notre Dame out of action due to COVID. They've got 18 players tested positive this week for the COVID-19, um, but they were gonna play Charlotte anyway, so not really a big deal there. We'll move on to Week Five games. Am I sharing? Let me see. I got I to gotta make sure I'm sh- sharing sound now. Blam. What the hell is going on? I'm, I'm messing nice. with all sorts of stuff. What, were you looking at my tranquil background? Yeah. 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 We're just, we just need to do that. Okay. And as long as my sound's working. Ah, fucked. Uh, All right, I think we're good. I think we're good on that now, if you could have heard that. (laughs) Read my lips. (laughs) That is one of my – the campaign, if you haven't seen the campaign, it's one of my favorite movies, and you need to watch it. All right. Um, 
So here we go. Week five. And we'll start off with Friday matchups. BYU gets Louisiana Tech. I'm going to go BYU. BYU looked real good last week. They've been looking real good this whole season so far. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, BYU is looking really solid. I mean, they that's two weeks in a row. They uh, just wiped the floor with the team. So keep it going. Who cares? All right. We got <laughs> South Carolina at Florida at noon. Florida jumps up to number three in the coaches and AP poll. Um, we'll see how they do. Uh, you know, I got Florida in this game. I'm worried about the offense or the defense, but I think the defense will tighten up. I think maybe we'll get Brad Stewart and a couple guys, definitely get Sean Davis back. Um, the spread's 18 and a half. Seems real low. Hmm. Quite the spread. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm, I mean, I believe one of the teams is going to win by a lot. Um, probably more than 18 and a half. I don't know which one, though. You know what? I I have full confidence right now in the Gators. I, 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 I'm going to throw it in there, and I'm going to make this my lock of the week. I'm going to say they get them by 20. You know, not, I don't know what the score is. I'm hoping the defense steps up, and I'm hoping the crowd shows up and gives the Gators some sort of advantage, however how much advantage about 15,000 people can give you. And, uh, yeah, that's going to be my first lock of the week. We're going to take them with the spread. Lockdown. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Go yeah. Games. Go Gators. We got them on the locks. <laughs> All right. Oh, TCU travels to Texas. Um, oh, my God. I can't believe I missed this game. We didn't talk about Texas and Texas Tech. That's what I said when you said you're done with Big 12 games. I was like, there are some good games, and I was literally talking about the Texas-Texas Tech game. Crazy game. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. Yeah, we'll talk about that real quick. Very crazy game. Um, Texas Tech. You blew it! Absolutely god-awful on your part. Don't know what the fuck you did. Like, the, mm-hmm. you might, like – Sam Ellinger had, what, two, I think, four minutes to work with, and he was down two touchdowns. He was like, we're going to score a touchdown and kick an onside kick, get, get it, and then score another touchdown and go in overtime and just win this thing. That Todd, uh, Tom Herman said that on, a, uh, on, like, a podcast or an interview with ESPN, and he said, Sam Ellinger said it, and I believed him. And it was so, like he's God or something. I don't get it. It's, it's absolutely mind-boggling. But also, Texas – too many points. You gave up way too many points. Um, defense is looking god-awful. I, I don't know how you give up that many points with so many four- and five-star recruits in, on your secondary. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. But you won the game. You put up enough points to win the game, and that's what mattered there. Yeah, that was like the most stereotypical Big 12 game of all time. A lot of points, a late comeback. You know, they, they draw it up every week in the Big 12. I feel like they have one of these. Um, because that game, though, you know, I, I was sold on Texas. I still think that they're probably my favorites after their Oklahoma performance to win the Big 12. But I'm not really going to trust them a whole lot at the moment. Um, they're f- only favored by 13 against TCU. I'm not going to bet this game, but if I was, I would probably bet TCU plus 13. But yeah, because like you said, that defense just did not – very good at all and I think Sam Ellinger is gonna be fine but I don't know we'll see we'll, we'll see the Big 12 might be a dumpster fire this year yeah uh let's see Texas TCU 
Uh, first off, good comeback. Excellent comeback, uh, especially mm-hmm. since I keep wanting to buy in Texas, but that game made me uh, definitely doubt myself a lot. But they managed to come back and win, so right on. Another day, another week. I think they're going to take care of TCU easily. And cover the points. Go All ahead right. and get the lock button ready. Oh, I'm, I'm Texas. locked and loaded. Texas, TCU. Texas, my lock of the week. Yeah, you know, I don't hate that lock, Davis. I like it, actually. I think Texas um, is going to cover this week. I think they were like, oh, it's too close last week. But, yeah, last week they just summoned the power of Matthew McConaughey, basically, and got back in the game. <laughs> so that's what they do. And uh, looking at it. Go ahead and lock me up, too. I'm going to lock up on Texas. I'm going to lock up on Damn, Texas this week. you two already. Damn. Yeah, I'm two already. That, that's an impromptu lock. That is a, a whimsical lock, if you will. I like I'm just it. not with it. I don't know. Uh, no, no, and I don't, I don't blame you for not being with it. I, I'm not really all with it myself, but at the same time, but like – You just locked it up. I did lock it up. I did lock it up. So I'm, I'm with it, lock's, lock's sake. But I'm, I'm like also saying – I think Texas Tech's offense was a lot better than TCU's offense. And I think Texas is just going to outscore them so much. And what would you say? The spread's only 13 points. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I'll take that. I, I think I'll take that one on this, on this particular circumstance. And we move forward to the other T, Tennessee, Missouri. Um, I got Tennessee. They're at home. The spread is? 11 and a half is what 11. I got. 11 and a half. So, yeah. I'm, yeah. I, I got Tennessee, too. I think Tennessee, uh, like I said, I'm I'm pretty bullish on them this year. Third best team, like I said. Is, Missouri's in the east, right? They're the yep. weird team that's way out west, but they're in the east. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't, I'm not, not big on Missouri, even though they did end up covering against Bama. I don't – I think that was less about – I don't – I just think that was a fluke, basically. Yeah, yeah Bama I had think Tennessee wins. I think they probably win by – I'd take them Tennessee minus 11 and a half, but uh, not a lock, but, yeah. I think they're going to be decent. No locks for you. I agree with you. I think Tennessee is going to be good this year. I'm bullish on them as well if we're talking market, market speak. All right. Um, you got anything on Tennessee, Davis? Uh, I mean, I, I, I like them over Missouri. It's about it. All right. All right. Pittsburgh, NC State. Um, I'm going to go with Pitt here nc state didn't really look all that good to me um pittsburgh really didn't like pittsburgh's not one of those acc teams that are that's wowing me and uh they that amazing touchdown reminiscent of auburn oregon 2010 bcs national championship where he landed on the guy and everyone's like the play's over and he got up and run to score i think that got him back in the game and just kind of told Pittsburgh everything it needed to know that this is their game to win against Louisville last week. So I think they take care of NC state just for the sake of them being at home and NC state, not looking that good last week. Yeah. NC state looks like trash. I'm, I like Pittsburgh uh, this year, you know, they, I, I picked them obviously to win last week and I picked them minus the three and they only won by three reality. I, we didn't talk much about that game. If Louisville didn't have that kid Dawkins, is it Dawkins or Hawkins? I don't know Haw- which one. Hawkins. Hawkins, yeah, that kid's awesome. That kid is a really, really, really good running back. And I think it would have been a bigger point spread if it wasn't for him and him alone. Um, so, I like Pittsburgh. I like a minus 14. I already got my locks picked out, so I'm not going to pick this one. 
But uh, yeah, it would be a fourth lock if that was possible. Let's see. I saw something and it wasn't good. Like Hawkins had that one big like 72 or 70, 75 yard touchdown run. But if he didn't have that, then he had like like 12 yards on Well, on you got Pittsburgh's defensive line is one going to be it is one of the best in the nation. They have a very very good defensive line. Um and just watch the kid play. He passes the eye test. He did it against Miami. Um and they are probably they they have just as good a defensive line. Probably not just as good, but I mean that kid's good. There there ain't no denying it. Watch him play, you'll know. Yeah, no, I saw him against Miami. I liked him a lot, but this game it looked like the defensive line, like you said, had had him in check for the most part, and then they let out that big run. You know, kind of like I guess your philosophy with that is if you run him enough times, he's going to break one big loose, and he did. Yeah. All um, right. I guess back yeah. to Pittsburgh though, really quick. Just I, I mean they're they're a decent team. I'm just not really sold on them quite yet as like a team that's going to seriously contend. I mean, come on now, when you're in a conference with Clemson, I just I can't help but think a little less of you right now. So. Uh, yeah, thirty to three and zero to start ranked. There's a, there's a little victory there, and they're going to win this week. Yeah, I don't expect them to compete for an ACC title or anything, but I, I I wouldn't be surprised at all if we're talking about them as the third or fourth best team in the ACC this year, depending on how good Notre Dame actually is. So, all right, we're going to skip past a lot of these little small games. Um, quick pick: Baylor in West Virginia. I'm going to go with Baylor even though they're at West Virginia. It's a noon game. Watch out. Yeah, Baylor. Baylor. Baylor, Baylor. All right. We're in agreement. All right. Texas A&M at Alabama. I'm going to go with Bama. Didn't really like what I saw from Texas A&M last week. The spread is minus 16 and a half on ESPN. There's no over under just yet since we're recording on a Monday. I got 52 and a half. 52 and a half. Yep. I'll probably take the over. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, um, I, I mean, Alabama, I'd like them to win, but I think it's going to be close. Um, I think A&M's just going to, you know, Jimbo's got to be one of his classic uh, control the clock, try to try to limit the scoring kind of games. I like the under, um, and I like A&M plus 17, but I think Alabama wins by probably 14. Yeah, Alabama is going to be a. There's just too much right now, I think, to handle, especially against a team like Texas A&M. We'll we'll see further down the road for Alabama in terms of who they're going to play competitively, but I just don't like Texas A&M right now. I, I got to see Mac Jones prove it, though. I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not on Alabama until I see Mac Jones show me something. I, I like Damian Harris a lot, but got to have quarterback. Not yep. Damian Harris. I just that's the wrong running back. Najee. Najee Harris. Yep. I was gonna let it slide. I was gonna let it slide. It's all right. We need we need a uh, we need some room for our viewers to be like these guys don't know shit, so they don't they don't hold <laughs> us accountable for our. There lives. we go. Yep. You're welcome. All right. all right, North Carolina, Boston College. I got North Carolina. They're playing pretty decent football up there, playing uh, Mac Brown ball. So Boston yeah, College I, struggling I like, against Texas State. I like um, North Carolina, and. Uh, I mean, Joey, would you go to an FSU game just so you can see North Carolina play? I mean, you might as well go see some of these other good teams play. I already got fucking tickets, so I guess I'll be there. Uh, no, this is this is going to be one of my locks. North Carolina minus 14, easy, easy money. Take that all day and, and tomorrow. Um, Boston College – there it is. 
Boston College just hasn't looked very good. Uh, they haven't been good since Matt Ryan was there, and North Carolina is is the real deal, I think. Um, so, lock that shit. Lock that shit up. We locked <laughs> it up. We're locking it up around here. That's about as exciting as it gets. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. All right, Cincinnati hosting South Florida. I got Cincinnati. Um, in fact, I got Cincinnati so much that I got the Cincinnati shorts on right now. Well, you, you can kind of see them. Yes, you can yes, kind of. I, 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 I believe you. It was flickering. I, you can kind of see them. All right. We got Cincinnati taking down the Bulls. That's a quick pick. Oklahoma State travels to Kansas. Um, Oklahoma State needs to show me something more. I think they win this game um, just because Kansas looked really bad last week in their loss to Baylor. I don't, I don't know what to say. Chubba Purdy has got to have a super breakout game. That's Tickets. a Florida State quarterback. Chuba Hubbard? Yeah. <laughs> Chuba, why did I say Chuba? Chuba you said Chuba Purdy is what you said. Why did I say Chuba Purdy? Chuba Hubbard. Breakout performance this week. Is he actually going to play next week? He's he was cleared this week, but we can talk about that when FSU's game comes up. All right, I don't I don't know. I got my wires crossed there. Chuba Hubbard. Chuba Hubbard. There it hopefully is. has hopefully has a breakout <laughs> breakout game here um, against Kansas. If he doesn't have one against Kansas, then I don't know what to tell you. Oklahoma State and the Mike Gundy's tickets as low as four hundred ninety six dollars. So I think this is the classic. Like, it's a gambling thing, but Kansas stinks. Oklahoma State is plus 17. It's so easy to take – or they're number 17, minus 21. So easy to take Oklahoma State just because of how bad Kansas is, but you got to take Kansas plus 21. Oklahoma State hasn't done anything all year. Um, Kansas is going to sneak up on them. I wouldn't – I might throw a little money just on Kansas to win outright. I I think it's an easy bet. Again, I've already picked up my locks. This isn't one of them, but – I love Kansas here. Love it. Yeah, with that spread, I like them too. I, I agree. I don't know about winning outright, but I like the spread. I, I'll take Kansas with the spread. Yeah, Kansas yeah. is so weird when it comes to upsetting certain teams. They really are. They'll at least play teams that they should not beat tough. I mean, Joey, I like where your head's at with the, with the 21 spread, minus 21 spread favoring Oklahoma State. But at the same time, I think that Oklahoma State – I mean, I, I think that Oklahoma State's finally going to wake up. I think they're finally going to wake up. I don't know if I can consider this a lock for me. I, I mean, I just love this Kansas, this spot for Kansas being – like, they're so bad. They're so bad. There's, like, no one would even think about it. And, I, I yeah, like I said, I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to throw a little bit of money on Kansas to win just because the money, the money line, they don't have it out yet because it's so early in the week. But it's going to be outrageous. It's going to be, like – I'm going to win, like, th- three to one on whatever I bet and – you got to take those odds when you get them. Yeah, it's just worth the risk here, I think. Yeah, I, I yeah. like where your head's at. All right, moving on. Um, we're big Pony Express guys here on the podcast. We got Memphis at SMU. I'm going to say – I'm going to use this button again twice in one minute. So fast, my friend. I got Memphis in this game. Um, I like them. I think they're, talented te- they're a talented team. Uh even though every time I pick against SMU, they seem to they seem to win. Not a lock, just just going with Memphis. Uh, this is one of my locks. 
Oh, sorry, Davis. But I was just gonna say it is one of my locks. I think Brady White is a great game here. I love Memphis minus three. We're gonna kick their ass. Minus three. I don't know, guys. I, I couldn't disagree. I couldn't disagree more. I, I really like really? SMU in this ball game. I really like SMU. Shane Beckley is playing some great football as a quarterback. Seven touchdowns, almost 900 yards passing already. Also, I don't know much about this running back at all, other than his name. His name is Ulysses Bentley the Fourth. Let wow. that one soak in for a for a second. SMU I love is it. Though. They had a real, they had a, a a crazy game against North Texas to get started. I know North Texas normally ain't worth anything, but SMU managed to pull it through. They've won two games since. They have two more games over Memphis right now, and Memphis is somehow ranked. I mean, not somehow. They are a respectable team by all means, but I like SMU to pull it over. They're also they're at home at Gerald Ford Stadium. Yes, sir. <laughs> Southern. <laughs> Southern, uh, uh, not this. There you go. Well, all right. There it is. We, we, we got some, we got some, uh, infighting here on the college football extravaganza podcast over that game. I'll, I'll have to watch that just for the pure sake of, of that whole conversation right there. All right. Big one here. Uh, Texas Tech, Kansas State. Is it? It's a big one for me because I, I just, I hate Kansas State right now for making me look so bad last week. And I don't want to pick them, but I got to. I just have to. Uh, see, I, I completely disagree with you. I think it's a letdown spot for uh, Kansas State. Texas Tech, I mean, you know, they lost last week. Kansas State won last week. I don't see – I don't really see why Texas Tech is an underdog in this game. I think they're a better team. I think everyone's just a little high on Kansas State because they upset Oklahoma. I think Texas Tech wins this game outright. So I'm going to probably bet him plus two. I'm going to bet him plus money line too. Yeah, the, the spread's minus one and a half there. I got plus two, so. Uh, I like Texas Tech in this ball game. I think. I think that they played Texas really strong. Texas really strong. They did lose that ball game ultimately. And, yeah, Kansas State upset Oklahoma. But I think that's just where it's going to stay for Kansas State. Agreed. I'll stay with Kansas State just so we can have some disagreement here on this podcast. And uh, because I think that first game they dropped to the Sunbelt Sun Belt team, um, who did they – Arkansas State. They lost to Arkansas State. I keep saying that Sunbelt team. But um, I think they had some guys missing due to COVID and other things. Um, Skylar Thompson is like a hit or miss for me. I don't know, man. I, I'll go with Kansas State just because. Just because. Good reasoning. Yep. I mean – about as good as Memphis SMU reasoning, really. All right. Um, Virginia Tech at Duke. Virginia Tech looked good last week. I got them over Duke. Love a minus 10 in the house. That's all I got. Davey boy. Go team. Go team. All right. Ole Miss at Kentucky. Uh, I got – I mean, again, I like uh, – based on what I saw with Ole Miss against Florida, I, I like them a lot right now when it comes to anyone but Florida and Alabama. And right now, the Egg Bowl, Mississippi State. Um, actually, I think that game's shaping up to be really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but, uh, no, I, I like Ole Miss in this ball game. I think they showed a lot against Florida. They just – Florida's offense just proved to be too much for their defense, but offensively, I think that they can beat Kentucky. I'm so torn on this game. I don't really know because, like, the, the offensive performance that Old Miss had, 
it's one of these games, I, like, I'm not going to touch in my money at all because you don't know really w- what the reasoning is. Is Miss, Was Florida's defense bad or is Ole Miss offense is good? Is Kentucky's offense bad or is Auburn's defense better than we thought they were? I thought Auburn's defense was, was going to be bad and Kentucky comes out and puts 13 points up. I thought Kentucky's defense was going to be good. And, they, I mean, 29 points isn't terrible in college football, but it's it's not what you expect and not what you want. So, I, I, I'm i not touching this with, with my money at all, but I'd, uh, I'm going to pick Kentucky just because I, I, I like Kentucky more coming into the season. Um, that's really all I got. So, Yeah, I, I, I want to pick Kentucky here, but last week seeing Ole Miss and their offense, it looked really good. So, I'm I'm like – very, very hesitant. Not like like you and Davis. I'm torn here. Um, you know, if Kentucky can manage the game with Cavassier smoke and run the ball, then I think they'll have a good good day. But also at the same time, I think Ole Miss can put up way more points in, than Kentucky can. So I'm gonna have to go Kentucky here. Um, or no, I'm gonna have to go Ole Miss here. And uh, and I'm, you know, I'd love to watch this game. Uh, Kentucky, to me, is a good football team, but what I saw last week was just a tough game, and Auburn's really good, so I'd like to see where they can where they can shine, and this is one of those games where I could see Kentucky winning, but I'm going to go ahead and take Ole Miss because their offense just looks so dynamic last week against Florida. All right, moving on to Jacksonville State at Florida State, and I hate that we even have to pick this game, but go we Cox. But yeah. we do. Now, is Deion Sanders the head coach for Jacksonville State right now? Jackson, Jackson State, and that's Jackson. in Mississippi. Jacksonville State is in Alabama. Okay. Okay. I thought he was Jacksonville State. Okay, so if he was the coach, I was going to pick them. I'm pretty sure Jackson's – I don't know if Jackson State is playing this year. Uh, no, I mean, I guess I'll start off. I don't have really much to say. Uh, all you're going to be watching for in this game is youth, youth, youth. Um, I, I, I don't know. FSU released their hypothetical death chart, whatever you want to call it. James Blackman's still the starter, which means nothing. Um, I think he's going to start this game. Um, but I expect this to be the last game he starts. Um, I think they're going to let both the freshmen play, figure out which one's further along. And that's going to be the guy they ride with for the season. A lot of youth. Um, if you're betting, uh, I don't. They're not even giving me odds on it. They're not letting me bet on it. Probably a smart idea because everyone's going to hammer Jacksonville State, and they should. Um, last time we played Jacksonville State, they almost beat us. Took a last-second touchdown by Christian Ponder to uh, win the game. Yep. Um, hell, I was if you're that smart, game. I was at the game too. If you're smart, uh, put your money on Jacksonville State. So. If they'll let you, yeah. I don't even see a spread or anything for it. So. No, so, I doubt uh, it. Hey. Uh, how are they doing the transfer portal this year? Because is it still four games you get to retain a red shirt? There's no eligibility, Davis. Oh, yeah, yeah. You have there, a free year. You have a complete free, free so wide open year. James Blackman, if he wants to try and play another year, which I think he would, I don't see him finishing out at Florida State. Yeah, if, I agree. If you think he's not, not going to start after this ball game, then I see him – leaving the program i mean i don't think i think the only reason he starts this game is because it is jacksonville state if it was anybody else i think they go with someone else um because i think this is an easy spot you know you got to think about a guy about to lose his team and norvell and james blackman is apparently by 
Uh, everyone apparently says he's a great guy and a good leader and blah, blah, blah. So you can't just bench him for a freshman. So you let the freshman go out there, look 10 times better than he does. Like, it's honestly the perfect scenario to put those freshmen in. Um, but, yeah, I agree with you, Davis. I, I think he probably transfers. I don't think he's a power five quarterback. I don't, I'm not even sure he's a division one quarterback. Might have to go to a double-A school. I, I, either that or he goes to a HBCU. Could be. Yeah, you're right. Go, go, go across Florida oh. A&M. <laughs> no. Why does he have to leave FSU? Right now and just go to Florida A&M. Yeah. Don't even have to move cities. That's a good, good thing. But, um, yeah, I got Florida State in this game because – if they don't win, I really don't see many wins on their schedule this year. So they better they better win this one and enjoy it this week. That's that's it. That's all I got. Cool. Yeah. Sad. Is anyone else uh, taking Florida State? Are you gonna remain undecided here? No, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna take Florida State. Give them their first win of the year. It's Jacksonville State. However, Joey, if somehow Florida State loses to Jacksonville State, uh, I'm going to be praying for you. Listen, uh, Jacksonville State is a four-star quarterback who used to go to Clemson. Oh, um, no. He's about to break the school record for touchdown passes in a oh. career. Oh, God. Um, all he needs is two, one to tie, two to, two to break it. So, uh, And last time Jacksonville State played Florida State, they had a four-star quarterback from LSU – he got oh, kicked yeah. off the team. Ryan Perlou. Perlou, yeah. I think he might have even been a five-star. So, it's just all – I already got enough gray hair, but it, it's uh, looking like I'm going to have a lot more after Saturday. Oh, no. At least they let you drink beer in the stadium now. Oh, do they? What? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. How much is beer there? What? How much is beer at uh, – It's only eight. I thought it was going to be like $10. It's only $8. It's not terrible. Oh, that's respectable. I mean, that's yeah. still kind of pricey, but still, I mean, it's cheaper than a baseball game. Exactly, yeah. I'm not, not complaining. Oh, yeah. Smack him in the shape. Yeah, I'm going to watch that just, just, just to see if Jacksonville gonna, State can pull it off. Gonna have to find it to watch it. ESPN3, the Ocho. <laughs> All right. Um, Skipping some of these smaller games, uh, UCF hosting Tulsa. I get UCF. They're going to continue to look good. Mississippi State hosting the Razorbacks. So we get to watch um, Mississippi State again. They're on SEC Network Alt. Oh, no. So you're going to have to find that game, too. I can't wait to watch Mississippi State against Arkansas. Uh, I got Mississippi State big. And I mean, bu- bu- big here. They're going to be my yeah. last Last lock of the week. Gonna go ahead and lock it up. Even it's at minus 18. I'm still gonna lock it up. Yeah. All right. So just a quick heads up my laptop is dying on me. But Mississippi State, most definitely 18. Lock that in for me as well because they're gonna just run all over Arkansas. KJ Costello, he went 623. Let's see if he can push it. Let's go 625. Why not? Davis is locked up. I'm locked up. I'm all out of locks. I've given them all out already. Yeah, I, I like Mississippi State here, too. But I'm not locking it up. I'm saving my lock. Oh, he's not going to lock it up. All right. He's going to save the lock. Save the lock. He does. Okay. Oklahoma, uh, revenge game. Uh, they come, come out to prove that they are not who we thought they were. And we didn't think they were them, but 
they think we think they are them now. Okay. That's right. That's right. All right. Um, yeah. I got Oklahoma in this game. Iowa State looks too bad. They got the worst play of the week. Um, Oklahoma, they got to come back with a vengeance, man. You, you, I don't know what you're going to do, but – Iowa State, though, Iowa State is one of those teams, man. They're just that they're that team that upsets the team that they're not supposed to be. I know, but they already got upset. Are we gonna get another upset? Maybe. Yeah. See, yeah, let's, I, I, let's just say I six and a half. I'm not comfortable. I, I I like your logic, but I don't. I just don't think it's this the spot for the upset. Just because it just happened, Oklahoma. If this was four or five weeks down the road, then yeah, I, I don't hate it. I, I, I'm not, I don't think Iowa State's that good this year. Um, I mean, really, they're usually a 7-6 and six team, even when they're upsetting people. But I think Oklahoma comes out and destroys them. I, lo- I love minus 7. I, it's close to being a lock, but it's just not. Um, I, I, I do love a minus 7, though. I will have money on that game. They're going to win. Oklahoma's going to win for this pure reason. It's not a noon game. Oklahoma <laughs> plays at night. Oklahoma plays at night. They play at night. They play at night. I'll say it three times, and it's definitely going to be right because they just, they just do. They're going to lose noon games. They're going to lose the Kansas State noon games. Yeah, that Iowa State game they lost last year. Or, no, they didn't lose it last year. They almost did, but it was a night. Never mind. It was a night game. They almost lost because I was betting on it. Yeah, but Iowa State was looking hot last year. They're not looking so hot this year. They were looking really good last year because – because uh, Brock Purdy, all these, all these Purdies and, and Chubas and Chubas. Anyway, yeah, I, I don't know. Iowa State just not looking like the team for me this year. And they got their win last week. Oklahoma needs to come back and show what they have. Otherwise. I mean, I, you said they look hot last year. I, I've just looked it up because I just said it. They were 7-6 and six last year. Yeah, but they, they're they were. They're 7-6 every year. Yeah, but they, they had spots where there it was a good solid seven and six, right? Okay. All right. right? <laughs> like, they're definitely not going seven and six this year, obviously, because of the schedule discrepancies. But like if, if it was like a full schedule, I don't think this team's going seven and six. Okay. Yeah. All right. Anyone there? You got y'all got Oklahoma? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. I mean Oklahoma's gonna win the ball game. All right, um, LSU travels to Vandy, who put up a fight against Texas A&M last week. I got LSU in this game. Don't make me regret it, Tigers. Uh, the, your offense looked all right. Uh, Miles Brennan looked like an old LSU quarterback. He didn't look like the, the Joe Burrow that, you know, LSU we come to know and love. But I think they get the job done against Vanderbilt. Yeah, I, I like I, I like LSU in this ball game too. Um, although, I mean, minus twenty. Uh, let's just let let's see if you this can be your breakout game. Miles Brennan still threw for three forty five, but that's not uncommon against a Mike Leach defense. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, I think this is a get right spot for LSU. Um, I'm gonna take a big minus twenty and a half for sure. I, I think they cover easy. Big, yep. All right. We're going to move on and quick pick the Clemson. I got Clemson over Virginia big. And I also have South Alabama over Troy in the battle for Southern Alabama. Agree on both. Yep. All right. Beautiful stuff. Let me get this out. This is the last game we're going to pick. And it's going to be, in my mind, it's got to be the game of the week. Easy. 
It just has to be. And I'm guessing, I'm guessing you saved your lock for this. I did. Where is the sound bite that I'm looking for? This makes me so mad. Oh well, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do this sound bite anyway. It was supposed to be way more dramatic than that, but Auburn and Georgia, <laughs> here we go. This is gonna be the game that I'm watching at 7:30 at night. Um, mm-hmm. It's a minus seven for the Bulldogs. What do you guys think? Oh, man, I think right now I'm favoring Auburn. I'm loving Auburn right now, especially how Georgia's quarterback situation went. Is JT Daniel going to be uh, healthy for this ball game? He's uh, cleared. Okay, good, because it looks like he's going to be making his first SEC start against Auburn. They're at Sam. They're at Sanford Stadium. I, I, I don't think it's going to matter too much. Uh, I like Auburn in this ball game. I already used my locks, so – already gone there but i really like a football game <laughs> yeah um i'm gonna go with auburn here even if jt daniels is playing i got auburn winning this game and and i really like auburn as a football team i hope bo nix gets dialed in and hits some punts in in the five yard you know inside the five-yard line and inside the 10. Like, if he can put that Georgia offense on its heels and the defense can hold Georgia, this Auburn team's going to score some points, and I think that's what's going to happen. You're going to see, see an upset between the hedges, and Auburn's going to creep ever so slowly into the top five this year. I, uh, I love that you guys are both on Auburn. That makes me feel so much better about my pick because uh, <laughs> I'm all over Georgia in this game, big time. Wow. JT Daniels is coming out, and Georgia wants to put their name – like, they're going to show people their offense. It's not just about their defense. Their offense is going to play football, JT Daniels behind center. I'm not sold on Auburn's defense. I, I like Bo Nix, but Georgia's defense is going to shut them down. It's going to be a big-time Georgia win. I love them here. I've loved Georgia this season. I've made that clear since the first podcast we did this year. And JT Daniels is about to show you guys why. The kid is good at football. He wasn't a five-star recruit for nothing. They're going to come out. They're going to look really good. And we're going to have to rethink how we're looking at the SEC this year after the way Georgia's going to play. Well, all right. I mean, there. I, I'm glad Lock someone took Georgia. Uh, oh, my God. I forgot it was your it was your last lock. You know, it's a good lock because if they win, I see him winning by a touchdown. But like, I gotta go Auburn here. I I just have to. I I am dumbfounded. You you went for Georgia. I thought you'd go for Auburn. You don't like Auburn no, at all. Nope. Okay. Well, I I mean, that's gonna be it for us this week. Check us out, College Football Extravaganza. Um, we're on the Higher Frequency Podcast Network. Um, share this if you like the pod. Um, don't really trust us too much on our bets because we got that one wrong, but Whoa. <laughs> every week's a new week, and I think this week our locks are going to pay off. <laughs> All right. You guys have anything to plug? James Blackman uh, sucks. Yeah, Kyle Trask for Heisman. And if you live in Pensacola, tune in to Sports Call every Saturday from 11 to 1, ESPN Pensacola. You guys should uh, have me on one of those one of those days. I'll watch my profanity. 
I was told to remind you guys of my call letters or uh, our numbers, 99.1 FM and 1330 AM. We listen on the internet. And <laughs> I listen on AM. I listen on the AM radio station. Well, you're local. I'm, hey, I'm not. Good. That's good. Hey, AM strong. It's a really strong signal. <laughs> oh, I, I am. I am coming in town to vote in the first week of November, and I'm coming in town the last week in November for my birthday. So Hell yeah. we can do in-person podcasts and uh, maybe do like a do like a play-by-play or something, and that'll be that'll be fun. So that I can have like a co-birthday. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. I know when your birthday is, VP. I know when it is. Okay, that's it for me. I gotta go look at some books and. Uh, and yeah, I'll, I'll let you guys enjoy the rest of the Monday night football game. I'm kicking ass on this game right now. All right. Peace.